Welcome to episode 143. I am so excited to bring this information to you. I have the pleasure of meeting so many women inside of the Facebook group. And the one thing that stands out very clearly is that you have major passion on your heart and you have major skills that you want to put out into the world. You're either really hustling hard towards a business that you've had for a long time and you're really working at it, trying to juggle that with all the other things, or you want to step into that and you're not sure how to handle it with all of the other things. And what I have realized is that everything that you want to put into the world in your business and your side hustle, in your hobbies, in your volunteer time, oddly enough, we have so many women that are helping run a ranch, run a farm with their husbands. All of that stuff is insanely important. And all of that is what I classify as your work, your work outside of motherhood, your work outside of your home. And as a work from home mom, I want you to begin to understand how insanely simple it is to organize everything that you have to do in your work. Okay. So whether or not you're running your own business, you're running a farm, you're running a ranch, you're running volunteer projects, it doesn't matter. It's all the work that you're doing outside of motherhood and taking care of your home and supporting your spouse. Right. And I, I really do think from, from the tiniest Etsy shop with, with a few, maybe 60, 70, Facebook, Instagram followers, all the way to women that have been in their businesses for eight plus years, managing groups of 8,000 people in their Facebook groups, have full-blown podcasts. It doesn't matter, right? People managing teams of people that are making multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars upwards to millions of dollars a year, right? All of these women are managing their work in one way or another. And it's either very haphazard or it's very systemized or it's somewhere in between. And what I've learned as a work from home mom is that you absolutely are going to be able to move the needle in your business, in your work, whatever work it is that you're doing and have it succeed. Stop pulling you down and drowning you to the point that you either give up or you're just lost and crying and feel like a failure, right? struggling through it, this systemized approach is what I have found has completely allowed me to succeed and stop feeling like I am incapable of managing a business, managing my work, my skills, my time, my love and my passion outside of my motherhood. And I want you to know how to do the same thing. And it really all does come down to this one thing that I do in my business to keep my time and my tasks in my work block, super, super cut and dry, straight to the point. It's not messy. It's very clean. And it's taken me a while to figure out the exact way that this system can work for me. And I'm helping so many women inside of the academy do this too. And so I've been able to really look in so many different businesses, network marketing businesses, startup businesses, businesses that have been established for a long time and have been messy for a long time and anything else on that spectrum that I didn't just cover, I've worked with it inside of the academy. And I'm able to clearly see now what kind of workflow 
really truly is impactful for the work from home mom. And that is what we're going to talk about today. I want you to be able to take your work block up a notch. I want you to be able to come and sit down when you know this is my work block because you're getting it. You're inside of the Facebook group. You're gobbling up all of the time management. I see you posting it. I see you sharing like this is my work block. I know when I've squared away time. You've gone and watched the workshop at chelseajoe.co backslash workshop. And if you haven't, you should. (laughs) You've probably already signed up and downloaded it and you got the email. So just go search in your emails, okay? And you'll find the link to replay the workshop to watch it. You're really starting to understand everything that I'm teaching you for free. And you want to show up to your work and you want to do it justice. You want to do it well. That is what I'm here to tell you. I've got three super awesome enhanced workflow features for you so that you can just squeeze out every ounce of productivity and progress that you're capable of in this season of your life, in your business, in your work as a work from home mom. What do you say? Are you excited? I am. Grab your pen and paper. This is going to be a good one. Let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, If you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. While I do all of my clicking, on my computer over here to get all my notes straightened out. I want to make sure that you are well prepared for this episode. If you need to make a note of it somewhere, if you're in a position where you're not currently using a workflow, that's okay. There is an entire business systems series that uh, here on the podcast that's also been saved inside of the Facebook group. And if you just go to guides, I think it's guides. It used to be units. I don't know anymore. I think it's units now. It used to be guides. I can't remember. There's a place inside of the Facebook group, either guides or units, and we are working really hard to have that become an incredibly useful resource for you. But one thing that is already there is the business system series, and it'll really kind of help you get going with a workflow and just get started in this whole concept. For those of you that are using some kind of workflow in your business, whether it be a spreadsheet, Asana, Trello, ClickUps, or my all-time favorite, which is Meister Task. It's the cheapest of all of them. I believe it's the cleanest. It allows you to scale with team members. It's got a calendar view that I actually don't use, but um, you can integrate and, and migrate your Trello and I think your Asana over to Meister Task as well. I pay $8 a month for me and then I add my extra team members on to it as well. And it is amazing. So whether you or not you're using any of those, it does not matter which of them you're using. 
The point is, is that you should be using something (laughs) and you can take all of the information that is in today's podcast episode and adapt it to whatever program you're using to manage your time and your tasks in your business. Okay, so it's just a task management software. Whether that's a spreadsheet or any of the others that I just mentioned, you can still completely apply everything that I'm talking about inside of this podcast episode. So we are going to just go through this feature by feature. I'm going to give you three features to enhance your work block, which your work block should be dictated by your workflow 100% of the time. 100% of the time, your work block should be dictated by your workflow. So if you're showing up to a work block and you don't have a workflow, you're wasting an insane amount of time. I like, I can't even explain it to you. And let me just give you a really good example of this. I, I mean, I really should not go off on this soapbox. So I'll just make this really quick. I'm so adamant about this. And I even have to remind myself from time to time. I have been in my workflow for a couple years now, so much so that sometimes I fool myself and I'm like, oh, Chelsea, you don't need it. And so I won't set it up for the week and I don't prioritize it, and I don't work off of a workflow for one week, guess what happens? I'm literally almost crying by the end of the week. And if I'm not crying, actually, like literally, I feel that emotionally overwhelmed by the amount of work I have to do. And that's just what I say to Blaine over and over. I have so much to do. I have so much to do. Oh my gosh. And I'm constantly thinking about everything I have to do because I'm not using my workflow. And any single one of you that's in the academy can attest to this. If, And this is what happens. My girls will come through the academy. They do amazing. They get through tier one. They get through tier two. They get their, through tier three. They get their house done. Then they start working on tier four. They've got all these systems in place. And then they start working on how to be a teammate with their spouse through all of that. And they feel so amazing that they just think that life is amazing like that. And then they stop doing their workflow. Or they'll stop doing their time blocks. And then they come back and they're like, help. I'm like, okay, where are your time blocks? And they're like, I'm not. I'm like, where's your workflow? Well, that's what you have to do. And so it's this process of learning that this is the tool. This is the thing. Your workflow and your work block is truly what is and has changed everything. It was the game changer. You guys, it's why I've been able to show up in my business consistently week after week, year after year. Now I'm approaching two years of the podcast and I have not missed a week. I've, I went to double episodes and I missed one double episode in the month of May. You can go back and listen to it in my monthly recap and you will hear why. (laughs) Um, But like, I can even tell you that like the exact week and the exact reason, like I've got this down pat and it's because of my workflow 100% of the time. And I am just so excited about this. I'm so excited about the potential for you. I've seen what it's been able to do for other women's lives. Seriously, like seven figure earners are, are, are having their lives changed by (laughs) creating these workflows that I show them. Okay. So please just tell me right now, stop talking about it, Chelsea. I get it. I understand. (laughs) Let's move on. Okay. So here's the first, here's your three features. Okay. We're going to talk about your workflow suite. Then we're going to talk about your workflow structure. 
And then we're going to talk about your workflow usage. We're going to go through these relatively quickly. I'm giving you high level. And then if you need to work on that, you're going to go work on that. That's going to be your homework. Okay. Find a buddy, find somebody else that's working through workflows with you. Obviously hop inside of the academy. Um, if you actually really want to do this with me teaching you step-by-step in your business to get coaching on it, to work side-by-side with other women that are building them, if you want to go all in and you're ready for that, the academy is open for you and it's ready at any time. If that's not where you're at, take this and start day by day by day by day. Try and go out and hammer it out on your own. Probably will take you longer, but it is absolutely possible for you to start messing around and playing around with getting a workflow in place for your business. So here is the down and dirty nitty gritty on the workflow suite. This is the first major, major enhancement that I made to my workflow in general that really took me up a notch. And so in your workflow suite, right, this means that you have multiple workflows working for you, not just one. I started out with just one and you can start out with just one. And maybe your workflow suite consists of one workflow for now, and that's fine. That workflow that I would recommend that you start with is your rinse and repeat or your week after week. This is the stuff that happens on a daily, weekly, monthly basis in your business. And you have task mapped all of that out. You've batched it. You know how long it takes you. And now it's flowing inside of a workflow that inside of the academy we call a rinse and repeat workflow. There's that. Okay. That's where you're going to start is just with that. Again, the business systems series that's saved inside of Facebook, uh, the Systemize Your Life Facebook group, will give you so much great information on on setting that up, okay? Here's the second part of your workflow suite. This is called your recurring workflow or what we also refer to as the domino effect. What this is, is it is a workflow that is only for, and it's it's outside of this rinse and repeat workflow. So it's tab two on your spreadsheet if you're using spreadsheets, which if you go to meistertask.com. I do have an affiliate link for it somewhere, but I don't even know what it does or like whatever. So just go to meistertask.com and sign up. It's totally free for four workflows. And if you manage your workflows the way that I do, you could do it for free indefinitely. So it's, it actually does not behoove you to use spreadsheets at this point. There will be a learning curve, of course, but it's totally worth it. So your second workflow would be your recurring workflow or this domino effect. And this is for the work in your business that does come up from time to time. Some of you, it might come up frequently and then other months it might come up infrequently. And these are the things that have a trigger associated with a series of actions like a domino. The trigger is the first, the first domino gets tipped and then all the other dominoes have to happen right? In order to complete this specific series. So a good example of this is if you have, say you have a photography business, right? And you get a new client or any business that you provide a service to and you get a new client. 
When that new client comes in, that is the trigger action. And then a series of events has to happen in order for you to provide the service that you want to provide to that individual. Now, when you are getting multiple clients in over and over and over again, it's very hard to track where everyone is and know, did I send this? Did I get that contract back? Did I get a signature? Did I follow up on the email on day three like I want to, to be able to support them so that they get the success, so that I get the testimony, so that I can continue to serve more people, right? Did I send my invoice? Did the payment go through? Like all of these things that have to happen to manage one client, I learned very, very well (laughs) in my wedding business. And it was just really hard. I used a program called HoneyBooks for that. And um, it was a really, really good introduction to workflows. But I love what I have now so much better, like so much better. And I would still to this day, if I had to go back again, I would still use the process that I'm using and I would not go back to HoneyBooks. HoneyBooks was cool for the contract features and stuff. I loved it for that, but not for the workflow portion of it. So this is your domino effect, right? So if you don't have, that would be your domino effect if you had like a service. Now, what about for somebody like me? I don't really provide a service. I do some coaching. I used to do a lot of coaching when I was really building the business, but now that I have the academy, that's where I focus on my coaching. That's where I focus on serving. I'm coaching in there every day. I coach in there once a week in group coaching. Like I really want the women that have said yes to investing a a good chunk of change into this program and into themselves that they walk away knowing, holy cow, like this is the life change that I was looking for. And so that that is in my rinse and repeat. That is just part of what I do every single week. It is on autopilot. It just goes and goes and goes and goes. So every once in a while, every once in a while, I'll pick up a coaching client on the side and then that is a trigger for me. A series of things has to happen. Okay. And so I have a recurring workflow for that. I also have a recurring workflow for my partnerships that I do. So uh, there's a lot of people that come to find me through these partnerships that I do with other women. And when I do a partnership, there's a whole bunch of stuff that has to happen in order for that partnership to be successful, in order for me to really come in to these other women's, these other business owners' communities and introduce myself to them provide a live workshop to them, really pour into their community and help these women feel comfortable and confident in coming over to my world and learning from me. There's like a lot of different steps that I do and it has to it has to run very smoothly on the back end so that I don't fall in what I just explains to you with how much I want to be able to serve inside of the academy. To me, that is non-negotiable for that, that service to slip. And so I know you feel the same way in your business as well. When you want to maintain a certain level of service, a certain level of production in your business. And then when this trigger action happens, right, this new thing comes in it distracts you. And and then you feel like you've got to look over here in this direction and you have all these things to do. 
And then you have this micro level of what's happening on a macro level in your life in general of feeling pulled in all directions happening just in your work block, just in your business alone. And in order to stop that from bleeding over into your life, like what I, I had depicted to you earlier with me standing there talking to Blaine, just telling him, I need more time to work. I'm so overwhelmed. I have so much to do. I'm so stressed out. Well, it's because I didn't have a workflow, you know, just one week of that. It seems like that's when all the fires happen. That's when things just are constantly pulling you all over the place in your business and then all the other things, right? So we really want to work on making sure that you don't have those symptoms in your business. That is why it's so vital to have this workflow suite, okay? Then the other workflow that I have is my content calendar. So everything that I push out content-wise, podcast, blog, which stay tuned, the blog is going to be up and running by the end of this year. It's there. I just couldn't maintain both of them at the same time. And so I'd maintain the podcast instead because let's be real. Y'all are popping in earbuds, not sitting and reading thousands of blogs. But the blog is an incredible resource that I want to have. And so that is going to start rolling in the near future. So my blog, my podcast, my social for both of my Facebook groups, and then my Instagram that I have to put content out onto on a daily and weekly basis. That is all housed inside of my content calendar, which I have created inside of my workflow. And it is beautiful and I love it. It tells me and my assistant exactly what is being produced every day, every week for an entire month. And it's blissful. So that is a workflow suite. Those are the three things that I would suggest you work towards. And that's really all you will ever need. Um, Sure, there's nuances of every person's business. But from what I've found, from taking over 100 women through this process, this is all that you will ever need. That's three workflows that you will build out one at a time. And you truly (laughs) will not have to ever. Like, I literally do not have to think about what is going on in my business ever. I just show up to the thing. It tells me what's to do and that's it. And then when I'm done working, I close my computer and I don't think about it anymore. And then I come back to work the next day and I know what I need to do that day. And it is such a beautiful feeling. Okay. Let's talk about feature two. This is your actual workflow structure. Now inside of, we're just going to talk about the structure of a rinse and repeat right now, because that's probably where most of you are starting. And that is where I would suggest you start regardless of where you're at. If you want to enhance your workflow, if you have a rinse and repeat, if you have a recurring, if you have a content calendar in place and you like the way that you're managing them, I still want you to go back to your rinse and repeat or this week after week workflow that you have in place. And then I want you to look at how you've structured it and try and implement some of these three. So step number two, or feature number two of your workflow structure has three specific parts of it that I really want you to look at and make sure that you have inside of your rinse and repeat workflow. Obviously, all of these workflow softwares and spreadsheets are organized in like rows and columns, but most of them are organized. Spreadsheets are organized in rows and columns, right? Now, inside of the 
task management software programs, they all have columns and cards inside of those columns. And sometimes I refer to the card as a batch because it should be a batch of work inside of a card. And that is how I organize everything (laughs) is by batches, right? Same thing as time blocking. It's like this batch. It's a block of work. It's a batch of work, but it's all held within one of these cards. So when you open up your rinse and repeat workflow, the first thing and how I want you to really look at how you have it structured is your columns. You should have a to-do, then an in-progress, then a done, then a monthly column. And those four columns are where you're going to house all of your weekly, daily, over and over and over, your rinse and repeat tasks that you have to get done in your business. All of them. Write them all out. Again, if you haven't done this before, if you have done this, but it's not working for you, go back to that business system series. There's great information in there on how to map all of that out. There's also a couple other podcast episodes. If you're interested in them, pop inside the Facebook group and ask for more episodes or links to episodes on workflows. And I'm sure that we can pop some of those in there for you. Okay. The second thing inside of how you have your workflow structured, I just told you to have a to-do and in progress and a done section. Then I want you to have a column that says doc. And this is where you dock specific tasks that you know that you need to do but that you don't do every single week that you might pull in on any given week, but they're just, there's two specific things that I want you to put in there. (laughs) And this is how you tie your workflows together. One of them is going to say recurring workflow, and it's a card that has whatever recurring workflow you have. So like my, one of my recurring workflows is my project management. And so I have a little card Um, or a batch of work for my project management. And if that specific week, I have project work that needs to be done over inside of my rinse and repeat project management, then I move that card over and I put two hours on it. And when you open it up, it says specifically the name of the partnership that I'm working on. And that tells me that I need to go over there and I need to do work on that. And, he, and I, I wasn't doing that for a long time and I kept neglecting that other workflow. So it's so important that you link this task because this is your end all be all. Your rinse and repeat workflow is literally everything that could ever possibly need to be done in your business should be showing face right there. So that little card, you're going to move over into the to-do section next week because you know that you have two hours of client work that you need to get done. So your little card's going to say client work. And when you open it, it's going to say that client Jane and client Jack, because you have Jane and Jack clients, they needs to be worked on. And that is when you open up your workflow. You assigned it to you on Monday because you have two hours of work. You're going to work on your client work. You open it up. You know, okay, I've got to go do client work for two hours. I'm working on Jane and Jack. Then you go into your recurring workflow. You open it up. You open up the Jane card. You do the check marks on there. Then you open up the Jack card and do the check marks on there. And you wash your hands of it and you're done. And it's beautiful. The other card that I want you to have in your doc is your quarterly goals. I recently started doing this. I was keeping them outside and I am all 
outside of this workflow. And I'm all about consolidating. And ever since I did it, it has changed my life. It makes me so happy. It's absolutely beautiful. I have a card that says Q3 projects. And all of the projects that I want to tackle inside of my business for Q3 are listed on that card. And every week I give myself two to four hours to work on the projects in my business that I want to get done to be able to complete them so that I move closer to my annual goal. And that's it. It's so beautiful. I'm obsessed with it. I love it. You need to have it in your workflow. Okay. Now, a little nuance about that. I don't map my entire project inside of there. I map inside of my mind mapping program. That is where I get my ideas straight. That is where I organize everything. And then I take it in the beautiful space, organized, makes sense. I got it out of my brain. I made it flow. I know exactly what I'm going to do. I got rid of all of my emotional tasks. Nothing in there is a silver shiny object. And then I take those tasks and I put them inside of my task management system. I put them in my Q3 card. I've lined up the projects. I've gotten rid of the ones that are like wishful thinking. Yeah, right. I'm never going to get to it. And I put my Q3 projects down. And that has just been so unbelievably helpful. Then whenever I meet up with the girls in my mastermind and we're talking about, hey, we're getting close to the end of Q3. What are we working on? Where did you land with these? Like I've got my metrics there. I've got everything just right there. And it's beautiful. Okay. The last part of your workflow structure is next to the doc, you should have a column that says meetings. (laughs) You should have a column that says meetings because if you're anything like me, you have a bazillion Zoom meetings a week and you should be able to pull those over into your to-dos for the week when you line up your workflow. So every week, I have an academy group call, and so I have a card for that. Every other week, I have my own personal mastermind. I have a call for that. Um, Right now, I'm onboarding my executive assistant, so I have a meeting for that, and then I pull them over when needed. Here's the thing that I do not want you to start doing. I don't want you to start adding all of your calendar events into your workflow. This, I put, I specifically put meetings into my workflow for this reason, When you are in that meeting, you should have your workflows opened and you should have that card open so that when you're in the meeting, you can take all of your notes inside of there and immediately formulate your to-dos, anything that you need to do from that meeting and put it right into that card. If you're leading up to that meeting and you know you have questions for that person, for those individuals, you should be writing down inside of that card questions for the meeting homework for after the meeting. That is where you're going to keep all of this organized. This is how I manage to not have to do a massive brain dump for my business anymore. When I very, 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 very first started, I started operating off of brain dumps and they work really well in order to calm your anxiety. But this is an episode on enhancing your work block, going the next level and getting to that next step. Those are the three tips for how to structure your workflow to be able to get you there. All right, let's jump quickly into the last feature. This is just straightforward. These are some really fun, easy, simple ways to use your workflow once you've done all that work, right, to actually come back and say, all right, now what do I do with it? (laughs) How do I use it? First and foremost, start 
opening your workflow at the beginning of every single work block. It should be the first thing that you do every single time. It's going to take you time to do it, but it's absolutely vital that you open up your workflow. Open it. Start using it. And even before that, make sure that your workflow is set up before you go into Monday, okay? So sometime on the weekend, I do mine on Friday so that I don't have to work over the weekend. I set up my workflow for the following week. And then every single time I sit down, before I start working, I open up my workflow. It keeps me out of Instagram. It keeps me out of Facebook, which actually I delete those apps off of my phone before I go into my work block because my my mind and all of the forces that (laughs) are not supporting me in this life want me to just sit and do nothing. They want me to not succeed. They want me to not succeed. They don't want me to produce. And so that is so important. Airplane mode is great. I don't typically keep my phone on airplane mode unless I know that Blaine is home because I want to be able to see if the kids call, right? If the school calls from for the kids or whatnot. So I've just been deleting my apps and that helps a lot. I open up my workflow. That's it. The next part of the usage for your workflow that's really going to help. If you take notes anywhere, make sure they get put back into your workflow. All of your notes from your meetings, like I just explained, all of your notes from anything that you're working on should be held within that specific batch of work that that note coincides with. Okay. Also, next tip, use the timer. There's a timer inside of Meister task. When you put down that you're going to take two hours to do this task, start the timer. I shave off so much time when I put the timer on. It's like a fun game to me. You might not be... (laughs) You might not be weird like me, and it's okay. But get weird like me and start using the timer and challenge yourself and see if you can get done with your specific batch of work in a less amount of time than what you told yourself you needed to be able to do it. It's really fun. I promise. And then last but not least is practice. This is not going to go well the first time. (laughs) It's really not going to go well. It might, but it's probably not. You know, I, I sit on group calls every single week and I listen to these women say, oh my gosh, you know, and they feel defeated, but that is the process. The process is you're implementing a new system. You're learning and that's not going to be perfect the first time, but kudos to you for hanging in there, sticking it out and even trying in the first place. And so I want to give you a really real expectation here. This takes work. And if you really do want the results that you see me getting, that you see other women getting, you're going to have to do the work. And you're either going to do the hard work that you've been doing, trying to hold it all up in your brain, trying to make sense of it all, trying not to let it bleed over into your family, which is not happening, and be super frustrated and do that kind of hard work, or you're going to cut the crap, stop the excuses, you're going to sit down and do this homework, and you're going to get really serious about yourself, and you're going to show up. And you're going to do the work. Either way, it's going to take hard work. I'm not going to fool you on that. One thing I know is that you are determined. And so if you're inside of the Facebook group, you've listened to this podcast episode all the way to the end. I know that you can do this. So take all the notes, listen to it as many times as you need, sit down and literally do the thing while you're listening to this episode, get a workflow in place, 
the workflow that you currently have, enhance it, make it better, spend time in it. It is worth every minute you spend in it. I promise you. All right. It's been so fun hanging out with you from behind my mic. I cannot wait to see you at the very next episode. And until next time, I'll be hanging out with you over inside of the Facebook group. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.